Wilson wants it all. Deep ball. Metcalf got it. Touchdown, Seattle. On fourth down, they leave the offense out there and not only get the first down, they deliver a strike to DK Metcalf. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook right here on the BetQL Network. Joe Giglio, Cody Decker with you on a Friday morning. Coming up next hour, we'll be joined by Odyssey NFL insider Brian Balding. We're talking about last night's game and a big slate of preseason action here and coming up in about 20 minutes, so we got to talk about our favorite walk walk up songs, walkout songs in sports. Uh, I, I'm excited for this uh, talking to Cody coming up about all this in 20 minutes. Right now, we have to welcome on Erin Hawksworth. She is going to be joining the BeckQL Daily family coming up, I believe, next week. I know uh, the schedules are all kind of wacky. We get Joe O back next week, but Erin's going to be joining the team, which we're all very excited about. So we thought, let's bring her on, introduce her to the audience, and um, we'll talk some maybe a little West Coast bias. Erin's got. Uh, of history back in the West Coast. She's back in the East Coast now, covering teams here, there, everywhere. Let's welcome welcome her in. Erin Hawksworth going to be joining the uh, BeckQL Daily Team. Good morning, Erin. How you doing? Good, good. I've been listening to you guys all week. I love the energy that you and Cody are bringing. It's uh, been a fun show to listen to. Oh, good. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And welcome to the welcome to the family, more importantly. I mean, I, I'll tell you, the Joes are very, very welcoming. There is like a few initiation processes they made me go through. I don't think they're going to do it with you, but I, I had to like walk on coals weirdly and send them video of it. It was strange. Actually, they should have me do like a little hazing. That could be fun. Like a push-up <laughs> contest or something. Yes, maybe not coals. Like, we don't want anyone to get hurt. Like, right? Like Cody, we made, we made Cody do the coals. He burned his feet. We're not going to do that again. Oh yeah, I was, I was the, I was the I guinea pig. It. You're going to be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. We're talking a little West Coast bias. Um, I grew up, so I'm Canadian. Obviously, in Canada, we don't have the NFL. So um, I think Cody might appreciate this. My whole family, they're diehard Raiders fans. I guess my dad, growing up, just decided to pick the Raiders as his team uh, in Vancouver. Uh, a lot of people who live in Vancouver are actually Seahawks fans, but I think my dad was just trying to be cool and pick the Raiders. But they were actually good back then. Kind of been some rough times since my dad was younger. Um, but I'm not really – you know, I was talking to Paul Aspen about this. I don't think I really have an NFL team. I did grow up mostly in Seattle. Um, so, hey, you know, we're talking about the NFC – west uh looking at the cardinals and chiefs tonight and then we can touch on the nfc west a little bit i think that's one of the toughest divisions for sure i don't know about you guys i have lost so much money betting on baseball this season so betting preseason football <laughs> is not really uh my move um but you know if i had to play this i think the arizona cardinals will cover here plus three against the chiefs tonight for me, the reason being that Andy Reid typically doesn't play his starters much in the preseason, um, I do think we will see more from the starters um, tonight, you know, compared to what we saw in week one. The Chiefs, obviously, they know they're Super Bowl contenders, so the roster is pretty much solidified. Uh, not a lot of competition going on there. I think Andy Reid said he was going to have some of his starters, like Mahomes, play, you know, 
the entire first half. I don't know if I believe that, but possibly. Um, in the first preseason game, I was looking, the Chiefs notched just 74 yards and went 5 of 16 on third down. So I think we'll see more from the Chiefs in the first half tonight for sure. And then on the flip side, I thought it was interesting. Kyler Murray is like, I don't like playing in the preseason. He kind of liked how it was last year. He just got to go hard in practice and then straight out of the gates into the regular season. And on the heels of that, Cliff Kingsbury kind of took a shot at Sean McVay because McVay doesn't really like playing his starters in the preseason. So he was like blaming McVay for kind of going with that. And he's like, I actually like playing my starters. So I think it'll be interesting. I, I, I don't know how I feel about, you know, NFL players in the preseason because you talk to a lot of former NFL, like old school players who are like, you need to get hit. And I, but I do see Kyler Murray's point because I think athletes are such like creatures of habit. They like to get into a routine and it is kind of weird in the preseasons. Like one game you're not playing, then you're playing like four snaps, then you're playing a half. It's kind of like hard to find any kind of rhythm. What do you guys think about that? What's your philosophy on playing in the preseason? Yeah, Aaron, it feels like you got to really hone in on what these coaches are saying. And then, like you said, maybe they're lying. You know, Andy Reid could be lying tonight. He said he's going to play these guys most of the first half. But that really is the the only way to do it. Like, you got to have a read on on who's going to play and how long they're going to play. Otherwise, it's it's impossible. I know So I know you did um, your shows in D.C. I know you covered the Ravens for a while. Like sometimes these coaches are pretty forthright with what they say. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna play my guys a quarter or half. Sometimes they're not. If you have a good read on a coach, like I know John Harbaugh with the Ravens, we were t- Cody and I were talking about, talking about it earlier. They've won 18 straight preseason games. Like the Ravens want to win in the preseason. It's almost like it's not even about the players. It's about what do the coaches want to do. What's the plan? That that's really the only way to bet the preseason is to kind of get a feel of what these coaches are trying to accomplish here. Yeah, and then you've got other coaches who just play it so close to the vest. It's almost like they're trying to trick everyone with what they're going to do, and it's just like, okay, who knows? That's why I'm kind of staying away from betting in the preseason. However, we do know that betting the under is always a good move as well. Uh, What is it, 41 in this one? Uh, Yes, 41 tonight, yeah. Under under 41, I mean, that that seems like a good move as well. I don't know. What do you guys think with that one? I think it's a good move. I think when it comes to, like you said, preseason football is so lofty. You play the overs and unders. I mean, yesterday was a a one-point spread for the game last night, and it was a 35 to nothing blowout because, you know, they ended up sitting their starting quarterback, and they ended up sitting their starters. And next thing you know, that's just the big swings when it comes to preseason preseason football. I've never even considered gambling on on, uh, spring training baseball, but I look forward to it. (laughs) yeah I I feel you on that that's kind of how I feel about preseason football um speaking of the NFC West this is such an interesting division I really like the Rams coming out of the NFC West they had that big trade for Matthew Stafford I think Sean Sean McVay um I really like what he's done with this team but I do think the pressure is certainly on him this season he got Deshaun Jackson um I covered McVay and Deshaun when they were on the Washington football team. So they reunited, but Deshaun needs to stay healthy. I mean, he's getting up there in age. I don't know. He can't really seem to stay healthy for an entire season, but um, I like the Rams coming out of this division. I don't know how I feel about the 49ers. I'm not really big on Trey Lance. I know that a lot of the talk, everyone's obsessed with these rookie quarterbacks, He's not my favorite. Um, Third overall pick in this year's draft. 
I just feel like, and this is totally normal. Like not every rookie quarterback is going to come out and season one, just be playing amazing. Right. I mean, it's going to take time and I think that's natural. Um, but I don't think Lance will beat out Garoppolo for the job. Um, you know, some people do have the 49ers winning that division. I think it's going to be the Rams. And I think this is going to be a, a scary season for the Seahawks. I mean, we had all of that stuff with Russell Wilson coming out in the offseason. He went on Dan Patrick's show talking about how, you know, he's getting sacked all the time. I think, what, four, almost 400 times in the last nine years, which averages out to 44 sacks a year. And they really didn't do much um to fix their offensive line they added uh Gabe Jackson a guard from the Raiders um but you know he's been in the league for a while too so I don't know I mean I don't I don't see the Seahawks doing very well I kind of think they might even miss the playoffs um what do you guys think in terms of the NFC West well Aaron that's interesting because you know the Seahawks have been so good and always consistently good but, you know, it's, it, one of these years, teams like them and the Steelers, it's almost like we just auto bet them. We just assume they're going to win and just assume they're going to win nine or ten games and make the playoffs. One of these years, they're going to tumble. Uh, I think the Steelers are going to tumble this year. But yeah. in that division, the Seahawks, it's not crazy to think they finish in last place. Like, if they have a couple of tough weeks or a couple injuries, the Rams, like you said, are really good. I still think the Niners are really good with Shanahan. The Cardinals – could be a playoff team this year. Like you could fit it. You could win eight yeah. or nine games and finish in last place that division. Well, I think the total for the Seahawks is 10. Um, I don't know. I might bet the under on that, the season total for the Seahawks. What do you think? It's a possible, it's a possible thing. Like you said, that's a, that's a dynamic division. You just go look up and down the list. Every one of those teams, you could feasibly see not just in the playoffs, but in the Super Bowl. every single one of them, you got, you got the, you know, the, the, the Seahawks who are just a perennial winner. You got the 49ers who were just removed from a Super Bowl a year and a half ago. Not to mention that the Arizona Cardinals is just doing so much building over these last couple of years. And Kyler Murray being one of the more dynamic quarterbacks in the NFL. And of course the Rams absolutely loaded, especially on defense and a new QB. It, it's going to be, they're going to be the division to watch this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. But I got a question for you, Aaron. Um, you know, you are from Seattle. Let's keep it a little West Coast here. You're a Pac-12 girl. You went to Arizona State. How did you leave Seattle, home of the Huskies, and go to Arizona State? And the reason I ask that is because I'm from Santa Monica, California, and then I ended up going and playing baseball at UCLA. So I am a L.A. West Coast guy. I didn't leave. I stayed with my Pac-12 home, Pac-10 at the time for me. What made you go to Arizona State? Honestly, I should have gone to UW. Um, <laughs> much, much better football program. Um, honestly, I was just, this is probably a silly answer, but I was just so sick of the rain. And I thought, okay, if I'm going to do four years of college, why not just be having a little fun in the sun, right? Um, I've made my experience quite enjoyable. They had the Walter Cronkite School of Journalism there. Um, I felt like that was a really strong journalism program. I got some really good experience interning in Phoenix at the local NBC affiliate there. So for me, I actually did look at UW and I also looked at U of A, um, but I think it was the Walter Cronkite School of Journalism that really uh, swayed my decision. 
So, and funny enough, Terrell Suggs, I lived in the dorms with him. So we did actually have a decent football team when I was there, but it's really been quite disappointing since then. Nothing to get excited about. I am excited about the Huskies this season, and Phil Steele says he's their number one surprise team. So, hey, look out for the, for the dogs there in Seattle. Yeah, he loves them. We had him on a couple weeks ago. Phil Steele's all over that Washington team. Aaron, before our – um, Yeah, he, he thinks it would be really good. Before our, our segment ends here, give us a couple NFL thoughts you have, maybe some some teams. I know you mentioned Seattle, but any any other team you like this year or don't like uh, as we are, what, just a little over three weeks till the season starts? Hmm. Gosh, that's a good one. I don't think I'm with the Jaguars this year. <laughs> I don't I don't think I'm believing that there's going to be much of an improvement there. I don't think there's much to be excited about, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. The only future that I have placed so far is the Washington football team to win the NFC East. People are probably going to think I'm a homer because I used to cover that team, but I do like them over the Cowboys in that division. However, I am kind of rooting for Dak Prescott. He's been through a lot. Um, It's actually, I mean, not to be a Debbie Downer, but everything he's been through with like his leg injury, his brother committed suicide, his mom passed away from colon cancer. I mean, I'd, I'd really like to see him put it together, but it doesn't, it seems kind of wishy-washy on what's going on with his injury. So I don't know what's going to happen with the Cowboys, another team that has a lot of pressure. We keep thinking that they're finally going to put something together and then want, want, disappointing. Yeah, a ton of pressure on the Cowboys. And so you and Cody are, are aligned. And, and I think Joe O was on Washington for a while. I'm not sure if he still is. But here's the only thing, Aaron, and I'm sure you know this from your time in Washington. No team has won this division, the NFC East, in back-to-back years since the 03-04 Eagles. Like, think about where you were in 2003-2004. That's a long time ago this division like every time we think a team's gonna kind of go with it for a while they fall back it's just I I don't know what it is about this division but no one ever wins it in back-to-back years that's that's the real thing on the Washington that I I just wonder if they could do it again yeah I mean it is a risk but I I maybe this is the year (laughs) um that's a good point I was in college back then in 0304 thank you very much but, yeah, that was a, certainly a long time ago. So we'll see. I don't know. I'm confident, though. I just don't think – I really like their defense now that they've got Ryan Fitzpatrick at quarterback. I mean, obviously, he's not the answer for the future, but um, I think it's going to be a good season for Washington. I agree with you oh, wholeheartedly. That being, Oh, go ahead. We don't know what happens with COVID, though. I mean, that's another thing that you got to think about with all these players who aren't vaccinated. Well, yeah, Washington was pretty low in, in terms of that. Yeah, and I guess they've jumped up, and then more of their players have gotten vaccinated. But that is, you have to think about it. Like when you're betting on these things, like especially like Kirk Cousins apparently is in. Lamar Jackson hasn't been like that stuff. You have to wonder about and worry about. Aaron, we really appreciate you hopping on, and uh, we're excited to have you part of the show next week. Yeah, Cody, it was so nice to meet you, and I look forward to working with you next week, Joe. You got it. We'll talk to Aaron Hawksworth next week. Uh, Joe will be back. Aaron will be here, and we're excited to uh, to be all together on BetQL Daily. On the other side, we got to talk about walk-up songs, our favorite ones, which ones did Cody use, the best walk-up songs in all sports, not just baseball. We'll hit on that. Brian Baldinger next hour will be joining us. This is BetQL Daily, as always, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook right here on the BeckQL Network.